Hello, welcome to the Embracing Contrast podcast with your hosts, Natalie White and Jackie Sharp. Today, we are going to talk about shadow work, shadow work in general, what it means, what it is, what it isn't, um, and and kind of our contrast of belief in, in what we feel shadow work is versus what we see, uh, what, what we witness within um, different contexts and narratives. So, Natalie, hello. <laughs> Hey, Jackie. <laughs> so excited for the topic today. It's um, something that is very near and dear to my heart. And I see a lot of people sometimes seeming like they, I feel like when people hear me say shadow work, they don't necessarily know what I mean. They have this other idea. So I'm really glad that we're talking about it today. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. Um, so I'll start with what is shadow work? What do you feel shadow work is? Um, well, it's interesting because I, I start myself, I started doing shadow work before I even had ever heard the term. Um, I heard it for the first time maybe a few years ago, and I've been essentially doing shadow work since 2008, you know, when I really started diving deep. So what I feel and understand it as, it is simply opening yourself up to diving into your unconscious and making conscious that which was unconscious. I mean, I don't know if that is a little vague in terms of like, you know, airy terms. Um, so it's just, it's, it's asking yourself, why? Why do I feel this? Or what? What does this mean? Where does this come from? Is this really what I'm feeling? Um, or is there maybe something else going on beneath the surface? It's being curious and not taking your emotions and initial reaction um, as the ultimate truth. I suppose that might be how I might try to explain it in the most simple and um, non sort of technical way, if that makes sense. That makes total sense. And it's funny when you talked about the airy concept. The airy concept for me, when when I was really deep in the story, was just that it was awareness. It was just like, oh, I'm aware of this feeling now, you know, and I don't have to really go in there. I don't have to, mm. I can just look at it. And, and that's, that's shadow work. And I feel like that's mm. what I see a lot of. It's just an awareness that, you know, there is something deeper. And, and that's just the start. That's just scratching the surface when you have that awareness. And I think a lot of us uh, tell ourselves a story that shadow work is dark. Shadow work is heavy. Shadow work is hard. Shadow work is all of these things. And it's really untrue to what the actual act of, of doing shadow work is. It does get uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable to take a look at, at that story, but it is deeper than that. So let's speak on that. How, how does, uh, you know, shadow work feel? What's, what do you uh, think about, you know, the airy concept of shadow work? Um, how does shadow work feel? Well, it, yeah, <laughs> interesting. At first, it certainly can be uncomfortable. It's not, it's, you know, it's, it's funny because like, it's it's not easy but it is you know it's kind of funny it's like you 
once you get started, you kind of start to fall down the rabbit hole or even fall up the rabbit hole. That's kind of how I started to think of it. It's like, you know, the, that kind of, um, unconscious reality that the, the stories that's like being in wonderland, you know, in the kind of crazy nonsensical world that, and then once you start to dig deep into it, it just sort of takes on this life of its own and it feels like you're falling, but in a way you're like falling back up, you're coming back to reality, back to the truth. Um, so it's difficult at first, when you first start to try to get into it, you have a hard time because you're not used to it. But the more you start doing it, the more truth you come, the more you experience what it feels like to come into truth, the easier it gets. And the more it like takes on a life of itself, it just sort of, you just get used to it. You just do it automatically and it becomes less and less uncomfortable. Um, I remember in the beginning, there was a lot of desperation coming out a lot of pain a lot of like like honestly I sat and I wailed I cried so much I started to let it out I've always held my voice in you know I've never never really allowed myself to express these things so allowing these sounds to come out of me allowing myself to cry and to to experience the feelings of utter despair of like nothing is ever going to be okay nothing is ever going to feel better and the interesting thing is that when you stop resisting it it actually feels good to feel the negative quote-unquote feelings like they don't it's the resistance that actually is uncomfortable and feels bad once you allow yourself to feel it it's this um, this it's this really good feeling sense of energetic movement like just not not judging yourself for what you're feeling once you begin to just be like this is what I feel and that's what I feel and letting it flow it's actually quite an amazing feeling which is like a paradox even you know it's like oh I feel like I I, I hate myself and oh my god it feels so good to feel this feeling of hatred of self-hatred like it's I don't know it's <laughs> probably it sounds a little bit crazy even when you're saying it but it is it is the experience um I don't know. I, I feel like I sort of just said a lot of things and kind of uh, went off on a little bit of a tangent. Um, so I will hand it back over to you, Jackie. What What are your thoughts on, I don't know, any of that? <laughs> I mean, very similar. It's funny because I, I came from, you know, telling myself a lot of stories, uh, even in Korea, even recently, most recently. And getting out of the story does feel crazy because you are experiencing feelings for the first time. <laughs> it's like, you know, it, there's there's so much there. I just shared a blog today about my experience with, you know, recognizing my own story and, and where it came from. That's just as important, recognizing mm. where the story came from, because we did create these stories out of something. There's a mm. reason we created the story. And, and once we understand it and feel those feelings, then we can really start to mm. open up our minds and expand, you know, our, our own self-beliefs and, and where they came from, our own story. And it's so interesting because like, when we look at, at shadow work and the perspective of people uh, who, who are a little more airy, it, it seems like all they want to explore is past trauma. I know a lot of people mm. who um, 
ask me about shadow work or resist shadow work because they think they have to go into their trauma. They have to dig in there. And that's only a part of it. It's like, that's not all it is. There's, there's much more there than just, you know, the trauma. We're more than trauma. So it, it stands to reason that there's more than that in there, in our subconscious programming. And a lot of it is, you know, story, story-based <laughs> to protect ourselves from um, experience, whatever our mind perceives as bad. So mm-hmm. this, this is all coming from someone who told a story that everything was bad. Everything that, that went against my own inner belief was terrible and awful. And there was no space for it. It was just if you either believed what I believed or you didn't have, you weren't in my life. It was that simple. And, and recognizing that that's a conscious choice that you're making from a subconscious place is incredibly different within you, your reality and your perspective when you see it for, for what it truly is. So shadow work isn't dark. <laughs> shadow work isn't, you know, dark magic. It isn't uh, any of those things. It's really just getting grounded in the now in your feeling without telling yourself a story to deflect or resist uh, whatever it is you're actually feeling. And it's so interesting. So I'm going to ask you, Natalie, uh, what, what spiritual concepts or or narratives have you seen about shadow work that have kind of caused you to be like huh what what does that even mean um about shadow work I mean there's the whole you know light versus dark thing you know where we tend to think that or where the the story is that the dark is bad um so shadow work is going in and facing the bad within you and trans and and, and transmuting it into light or something like that um and that's not my like that that's not it you know i mean um it is the what what the light and the dark is it's simply light is conscious dark is unconscious why is it light and dark because it's easier like if i say you know conscious and unconscious maybe that is it's a little bit of an airy term it's a it's you know conceptual when you say light and dark well we know that when it's light we can see when it's dark we can't what happens when you try to walk through a completely dark room that has no light in it you can trip over things (laughs) you know you can hurt yourself and and stub your toe and i don't know even worse um, so that, and it's terrifying you know, and it's scary. That, yes. You know, you don't, you can't see what you're doing, you know? So to me, that's why it's shadow work, you know, because you're going into the dark and you're bringing the light of awareness, the light of the conscious, uh, thought, the conscious mind, you're, you're shining it into these dark places so that you can see what was there it's not about good versus bad and and i feel like you know a lot of our um what uh, our cultural conditioning around thinking in terms of spirituality and light versus dark is good versus evil good versus bad um or or maybe a little more um 
modern thinking is is positive versus negative but it's still kind of that same good versus evil concept in there just maybe a little bit um a little lighter you know a little um not so heavy in in that sort of thinking so yeah you know light and dark it's just what like being able to see and not being able to see so you know when we when we start doing the shadow work oftentimes we uncover the best of ourselves hidden in the dark in the shadows our shadows are not the worst of us our shadows are not the bad parts of us they are simply the the parts that we rejected at some point and chose not to see anymore and a lot of the times we choose not to see our most beautiful qualities because in our childhood for some reason or another we became convinced that it was not good for our survival to be that way and so that to me is that concept of light versus dark that i feel like often gets misunderstood and seen through i mean even a religious lens like we in the spiritual community we do have a lot of like we, we like to reject um re religion and those those concepts yet a lot of our spiritual concepts are informed by a, a legacy almost of religious culture that has been passed down and that we've sort of transformed little by little but there's there's this feeling underneath it that has a lot of that same coloring to it yeah yep <laughs> absolutely and it's interesting when when i was first starting in in the story um the concept of dark and light was again just to look at it but not go deeper it, it was just the concept like you like mm. you spoke to the concept of light and dark was like hmm, that's interesting and and then what do you, what can i make this mean what can i make this mean for me <laughs> that that makes sense and it's like that that's what we do when we tell a story we don't necessarily mm. know, but based on what we we think on on the inside it is is what we perceive. And if we don't want to go deeper, then it's just light or dark. It's good or bad. It's uh, negative or positive. And it's interesting because when I, I started, I really wanted to be positive. And the more that I tried to uh, be more positive, the, the harder it was to actually be positive because I was resisting any kind of feeling that was negative or any kind of feeling that I perceived as bad in some kind of way. And this resistance only made it harder to actually be positive. It was like this, this concept of positive, like, yeah, I'm putting on a smile, I'm happy. But on the inside, I'm dying. It, it's like, those, that's the contrast that, that you experience when you're only in concept of good or bad dark or light is you know it's just there it's like yeah cool everything's good on the outside but on the inside I'm like oh really <laughs> struggling and it's like even um within the the spiritual community I see it you know it, it's not hard to see once once you really open your mind and understand even I completely understand where where it comes from because I've been there I see it I understand it and it's like when you start to understand yourself deeper you can look at these things from from that uh, kind of objective perspective where it's like, mm, you know, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I understand it. I get it because we, our minds are so, so deep. And the, the understanding that we have is, is subject to uh, how deep do we want to go within ourselves. It's like, if we can't go deeper within ourselves, then how do we expect to do that with others? How do we mm. expect 
to be able to express ourselves authentically with others if we're not taking that look, if we're just deflecting, if we're just, you know, staying in concept or rejecting ideas that are different because they're different, you know? And it's so fascinating when I when I try to express these concepts with, you know, people who are already well established. It's like, mm, no. <laughs> you know, it instantly met with, mm, I don't really agree. And that's fine. There's space for both of us to, you know, be that way but it, it still baffles me sometimes that you know we cannot expand our mind beyond the concept of dark light good bad positive negative and it, it's like that's what shadow work does it helps you get into the the negative in a way that doesn't feel negative because it's just you it was always just you and and there's parts of you that you didn't want to face for whatever reason it's it's interesting. So how 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 <laughs> has 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 that been for you uh doing doing the shadow work going into your own um you know subconscious mind and and bringing the light in. Um how what do you mean how has that been? <laughs> so what's your experience with shadow work? Like doing it yourself personally? Um well it was, it got started for me as I start, um, was reading the Pathways of Self-Transformation and it, it, it's, it opened my mind to different concepts. Um, it, it does start with concepts, awareness, self-awareness is the key. I say this always, I, I have it as like, you know, big headline on my website, self-awareness is the key. However, I have felt recently that it's necessary to say, and because of you, you know, your, your point of view that I've started to see, and it truly does make sense. Self-awareness is the key, yet it is only the first step. So it does begin with the awareness. Our, um, our minds are super important in the process. They hold the space for the feelings. Uh, they can reject them. They can push them down. They can repress them. Our, our minds can Sorry, the mind can reject them and push it down and repress it, but it can also do the opposite and, and open up to hold the space for those things to come up because our feelings, <laughs> how often do you like have this feeling? something bad is happening and it's like, oh my God, this is forever. This is never going to end. It never and, ends. Right. You know, and, and in a sense, you know, if you really think about it, our feelings only exist in the present moment. Feelings don't know past. Feelings don't know future. Feelings only know now. And now technically is forever because all that exists is now. So our feelings are solely contained in the present moment. And it feels like it's never going to end because it's existing now. Our minds, however, can hold that space because our minds understand future and past can say, okay, logically, I know that this feeling isn't going to last forever. Therefore, I can hold this space and feel this feeling that feels so horrible, that feels like I'm going to destroy myself if I feel it. And hold, you, you, you hold that space and then you can feel it because you know intellectually it's not going to destroy you. It takes stepping into what feels like an abyss. It feels like it's if you step into it, you're never going to stop falling when you begin to allow yourself to feel these feelings that you have repressed. 
they feel huge. They feel unending because we have never felt them before. And I, I really did feel this feeling. I remember this one time in the beginning, in the first few years, I don't, I don't remember specifically when, but sometime within the first few years, um, I was alone in the house. I was living with my parents at the time. And I was having a moment where things were coming up and I was feeling this deep feeling of despair deep down in my gut, you know, and, and I remember sitting at the dining room table just because I didn't feel like being in my room, sitting at the dining room table and just talking to, you know, myself, but just, just expressing these things that were coming out. And, and I remember feeling as if the world was going to come up through me and rip me apart in that moment like honestly it was like it was it was stupendously intense and I just you know that that awareness part the conscious part that was able to be like all right it's okay you know you you sort of parent yourself in a way like it's okay little emotions you know you know I, I can hold you just just cry you're okay you know and I let it I I literally felt like I fell into it and it just I, I tried to to let it it came out and crying and wailing all that stuff you know um <laughs> there was a lot of that in the beginning you know and because I did I certainly did have a lot of that um those feelings repressed within me and you got to go into it to let it out and it feels like it's never going to end. And I feel like I keep repeating myself over and over, but it's like, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's so hard to, to truly express it, um, explain it in words, but that really is what it is. You, you have to have faith basically that it will get better because it will, you know, and, and that's why it's so helpful to have guides people who have been there before you because it's scary when you're there it feels like you're gonna die it feels like it's never gonna end it feels like despair it feels like you know like you're you're this that pain is all that there is the thing is is that it's on the other side of feeling the depth of that pain of that desperation of that of that abyss within you that things start to get better. If you don't let yourself go there, then you can't get beyond it. Then you can't get to the part where, oh my God, my life starts feeling amazing, you know? Um, so, so that's why it's important to have people around you who can help also hold that space for you and, and, assist you in allowing yourself to go there and, and feeling the full weight of it because it's on the other side of that, that mm -hmm. there's so much amazing goodness. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if I managed to answer the question of how, um, that was a big question. <laughs> it was, was a big question, but I, I think you answered it well. It, it's incredibly challenging to do that by yourself. It's like, we, we want to, we think we can, and then we just keep meeting ourselves with resistance. We keep meeting that wall and we'll wonder why, because we're not taking a deeper look. We're not right. going a little bit, 
little bit deeper than than that surface level. And it's interesting. We're onions. <laughs> Humans are onions. Our minds are onions. When we peel back a layer, there's another layer below that and below that and below that. So I, I also find it interesting as, as a concept of, you know, people talking about mastery and uh, perfection and having, this is the one thing I hear all the time that bugs me is I've done my shadow work. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, what? Pardon? I, I'm like, I'm, I'm <laughs> glad that you feel that way. But where are you resisting doing even more? Because there's always more. There's always something else below the surface. And yes, it does get easier. Absolutely. And and that could very well be what they mean as uh, I'm done my shadow work. But you're not technically done because you're always going to encounter something new for growth, something new to explore, something new trigger that, you know, it's like suddenly, oh my God, what is this? Where does this come from? Why, why do I feel this way? But if you're not asking yourself those questions, then it can feel like you're done. You can feel like you've finished your shadow work. You're just at this comfortable level of resistance. And it's like, I've, kind of felt like I've been there before. I never actually expressed that I've done my shadow work. It was a story that I, I told myself that I needed to be done. <laughs> like at some point I, I needed to do the thing and be done so that I could be enlightened, so that I could be awake, so that I could be conscious. That was a part of the story, a part of the narrative that I was digesting to be high vibe. You know, like all, all <laughs> of those things were were a part of what I was digesting as truths. And <laughs> the the more that I realized that that's unattainable. I'm always going to be learning. I'm always going to be feeling new feelings because I never actually allowed myself to feel those feelings in the first place. So every experience is new. Every experience is different. And when I stopped telling myself the stories that, you know, it is going to be a certain way, it was like, "Mm, no, it just is what it is right now in this moment. It doesn't have to be any other way. It, It really breaks you free from your own story, your own perception of what things should be and and why you're, you're in the resistance that you're in. Mm. It's typically because you think that where you want to be is unachievable, where you desire to feel what you desire to feel is unachievable in, in some way within. So it's like, it's just a story that, that it's unachievable. It actually is achievable if you allow yourself to feel and lean into what it is that you're actually feeling around that thing and and it's interesting that we took this kind of loop into what shadow work is but that is what it is it's completely transforming your life through going through the the feelings and getting into your own story and why it was created where it came from in the first place and leaning into the feelings of that story and that doesn't have to be trauma that doesn't have to be you know all of these things it can just be a part of you that you rejected uh like you spoke to earlier and we just make it this bigger thing. Like if I go there, it's, it's going to bring up a lot of things that I don't want to face. That's really what we're saying when we resist shadow work. And that's okay. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it, it's really about how you view it. And, you know, it's not actually as scary once, once you go in through the fear to uh, continue to do the work, to continue to change your perspective and, and, uh, truly create your reality it's it hits different when you do the shadow work when you allow yourself to feel because then when something when you attract an experience or when something comes into your reality you can feel your way through it 
instead mm. of telling yourself a story about what you know you're perceiving you're actually feeling like oh this is happening this is real you know we're really making a podcast about our contrast <laughs> and you know our, our differing beliefs so it, it's it's fascinating the depths that you can explore and it's just scratching the surface is what we're doing with this specific podcast so this is how natalie and i think this is what we do this is you know the the opposition as as we often call it to each other in opposition to what it is that, that we witness what it is that we see so i think that that's all that i'm going to ask you but do you have anything you want to add? um yeah you know what you just said a little while ago really jumped out at me and was like oh yes jackie yes feel your way through it like oh my god that is perfect that is like the that that is everything you know that's how you learn or that's how you create your life as you desire it it's not by trying to figure it out with your mind it's by feeling your way through it that was perfect. Oh my God. I love those words. I'm going to steal them and use them like everywhere. <laughs> but, um, so, and, and, and that's, but here's the thing though, you can't feel your way through it until you start doing the shadow work. And maybe yeah. I'll say it in a different way because in a way that almost even sounds ominous. Oh, until you start doing the shadow. No, no, no. You can't feel your way through it. If you're not allowing yourself to feel everything that you're feeling. You can't, if you can't get in touch with the feelings that you're feeling, if you're repressing them, if you're not acknowledging them, if you don't know what they are, it's impossible to feel your way through. If you have a compass that doesn't work, it can't point you in the right direction. And that's what our feelings are. Our feelings are a compass. So until we clean out the compass, until we calibrate, until we get it working, we can't use it to direct our life. And that's what shadow work really is. It's about calibrating that compass. It's about getting in touch with it. Well, finding it, first of all, you know, <laughs> and then calibrating it, taking, you know, getting it so that it, it does point you in the right direction, you know, getting it so that it can work the way it should. Um, and, and keeping you coming back to it always, you know, it's, it's, it's a calibration process of your emotional compass in a way. When you ask yourself deeper questions, you're trying to always gain deeper awareness, always allow yourself to express your emotions and to accept your emotions. That's how you keep that compass calibrated. And that's what shadow work really is. It is simply about deepening your connection to your inner truth, which gives you then the confidence and the ability to follow your inner compass, to use it to get to where you want to go. So, yeah, love it. <laughs> always, always revelations when we, when we collaborate in one way. Yes. So thank you all for listening. And I look forward to our next episode. Thank you, Natalie. Um, yes, thank you, Jackie. Always so great. <laughs> If you enjoyed this podcast, head on over to the Embracing Contrast podcast community on Facebook, where we will share even more content, answer questions you may have, and get you up to date on all upcoming workshops and classes hosted by Natalie White and Jackie Sharp. See you there. 
Thank you for listening to the Embracing Contrast podcast. Until next time, goodbye.